Hatched, a new audio musical by Lydia Shaw and Edward Court. Part 4. Good morning, Racker Island. We've had news that the Lady Birds have reached the top of the mountain safely. Congratulations to all those brother birds becoming parents today, and good luck, ladies! Fallon, I think it's coming. Oh, it seems it's on its way. This big egg I'm about to lay. I'm not sure I'm really ready, but I better keep it steady. There's a feeling down below, like it's just about to go. shiny little eggs and placed them in a circle on the earth. These eggs would be left in the care of Mother Earth for 22 days. She would nurture them and watch over them while they hatched. Mummy, you did it! <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to have a new baby hatchling! Yes, we are, and you're going to be an amazing big sister. <laughs> and we can take it to all sorts of cool places... Do you think it'll like swimming? Oh, oh, and playing on the beach with me. I'm sure it will. Oh, it's going to be the most (laughs) fun ever. (laughs) I'm going to go and say hello to it. Fallon watched Flick run towards the eggs and begin to stroke them very gently with her wing. They had done it. The eggs were laid and they could finally relax. Except Fallon couldn't. Something in her mind just wouldn't rest. If her new hatchling was a ladybird, it was going to grow up as stuck as her. Always being told off, never being allowed to fly or have fun or do anything. Whether it hatched into a brother bird or a ladybird, that hatchling deserved to do whatever it wanted. And Flick deserved that too. The fire in her belly burned brighter than ever. Fallon couldn't watch yet another generation grow up stuck on the ground like second-class citizens. It wasn't good enough for Flick, for her new hatchling or for any of them. She was going to change the rules before the hatchlings arrived and she had three weeks to do it. Fallon ran back to find Safi who was perched on a rock with the moika bird. As she got closer, Fallon realised it was Marnie. But it was a different Marnie. Still beautiful, but her crest had fallen to one side and her feathers were ruffled and muddy. 
She wasn't poised elegantly as usual. Instead, she was relaxed, or perhaps exhausted, leaning back on her wing. What had happened to her? How's the leg? Still a bit sore, but getting there. <laughs> Safi strapped it up for me with some leaves. Thanks for, you know, I know we've not always been, but I I'd like to... M me too. Want me to get the mud off your back? Oh, it's okay. All seems so silly now. Usually a bit of mud and I'd be rushing home to restart my whole feather care regime. I know it sounds cliché, but my whole life flashed before me and I realised I've just spent it all checking my reflection and, and preening. I haven't really done anything. I've hardly lived. Well, if you want to start living, I've got an idea. Come on, let's find somewhere a bit quieter. Okay, so I've been thinking about those eggs and the chicks inside. From the day they hatch, all of those chicks should be treated the same, get the same opportunities and have the same chance to fly. From the second we climb out of our egg, we're split in half and we get told exactly who change all that. Our chicks could have a better life. They'd be free. I don't even know where we'd begin. We'll start with all these rules that tell us who to be. We're taking back control of what we get to do and see. We'll free the birds of Raqqa. First the ladies, then the men. They'll Say goodbye to your eggs and let's get lined up. That morning they started their risky descent. Through rivers and over sharp cliffs the birds went. 
onwards they walked till their talons were numb. Fortunately, there was better to come. Mum, I'm tired. Well, you chose to come up here, Flex, so you're going to have to get down somehow. But it's such a long way. Nonsense. Not long now. I can't go any further. <sighs> come on, Fluffball. There's a surprise ahead. What kind of surprise, Marnie? A good one. Now, come on. Oh. <laughs> now, can you keep a secret? Of course I can. Well, we don't have to walk all the way down. Look. They watched as Penny, at the front of the group, stepped gracefully into the river beside them and slid down a waterfall into the pool below. Oh, oh. One by one, all the other ladybirds followed suit. Oh, can I go too? Fallon nodded and Flick jumped into the river, followed by Fallon, Safi and Marnie. They splashed down into the water below, laughing and screaming wildly. I wish we could do this every day. Oh, this might be the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> They slid down the last waterfall and dived into a pool beside the jungle. Penny and the other ladybirds had already climbed out of the pool and were busy drying themselves off. Marnie and Flick began splashing each other in the lagoon, while Fallon and Saki played around in the water, diving under and seeing how far they could go in one breath. As they popped up for the third time, they caught a stern look from Penny, who already had her bright blue feathers as smart and dry as the day they'd departed. The four of them quickly hopped out and shook the water off their feathers. Right, off we go. Back through the leafy green jungle they walked, following Penny to where the path forked. Most of the group carried on straight ahead, but Fallon looked left where the other path led. A mist filled the air and the sunlight shone through the flickering leaves and a butterfly flew down the long grassy trail which glistened with dew. Fallon and Safi and Marnie and Flick watched how the butterfly fluttered so quick. They ran in pursuit, ending up in a glade so beautiful, all of their cares seemed to fade. Here they felt hidden from judgmental eyes. Here they could be themselves. No compromise. There's something magical about this place. Like we're meant to be here. I kind of feel like I should do something naughty. <laughs> First time on our own in the middle of nowhere. Nobody watching. We could literally do anything. <laughs> yeah, we could fly and nobody would know. Let's try it. Oh, uh, no, I, I was only joking. I, I didn't mean... Why not? Nobody's looking. Fallon, do you actually think we could fly? They said at school it's... Dangerous for ladybirds. Well, there's only one way to find out. And with that, Fallon jumped up into the air and waved her wings about wildly. <laughs> she hovered in the air for a moment before falling on her back laughing. I think we're going to be fine. Come on, Safi, have a go. Oh, OK, here goes. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, Flick, I'll give you a push-up, ready? One, two, three, woo! Oh my goodness! Be careful! Stood there on the ground, looking up. Marnie watched them all. It wasn't possible, or so she'd been taught. 
And yet, there they all were, flying. Marnie's mind raced. Had it all been lies? I'm starting to see that all they want from me is total perfection is pushing me down. But I don't need their crown or need their affection. For the first time in my whole existence, there's a feeling growing with persistence that they're mine. to make it legal for ladybirds to fly. This should be our headquarters to make all our plans. Um, we should call it, uh... The Stomping Ground? <gasps> I love it. <laughs> Wait, the others. We have to catch up with them or we'll be in trouble. Let's meet back here tomorrow while the brother birds are out fishing. End of part four. If you enjoyed this episode, why not tell a friend about it or follow the podcast to make sure you catch every episode. Hatched was created to make female empowerment and musical theatre accessible to all. For more information on how to support the project, you can visit hatchedmusical.co.uk or follow Hatched Musical on Instagram. Hatched was written and produced by Lydia Shaw and Edward Court. It features Sophia Lewis as the narrator and flick, Lydia Shaw as Fallon, Lizzie Wofford as Safi, and Gracie Lai as Marnie. Meripin was played by Edward Court, The Motherbird by Norma Atala, Chief Watchbird by James Hume, and Penny by Sarah Barron. Patty was Debbie McGee, DJ Dave, Matt Slack, Sammy, Nicholas McLean, Flint and the Guard, James Sterling, and Lord Xander Jay was Thomas Hewitt. All other parts were played by various members of the cast. The audio engineer and dialogue editor was Tashari King, the sound designer and mix engineer was Nikki Davison, with mastering by Joe Davison for Auburn Jam Music. Hatched was directed by Lydia Shaw with musical direction and orchestrations by Edward Court. Please join us for the next episode.